Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hello, all my fellow photo nerds. This is Nick Page, the co-host of Portrait Session Podcast. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about the do's and don'ts of real estate photography. I shoot real estate as part of my business, and I wanted to share some of the things that I've learned over the past year and a half. So the first do that I have for you is to make sure you get your lines straight. When you're shooting with a wide angle lens, it's really easy to make the, the, the lines on the side of your frame either lean in or away from you. While that can be a cool effect, it's technically not a good thing to do when you're doing interiors for architecture or real estate. Um, you want to make the room look big, but you don't want it to look circusy, <laughs> and it can get pretty circusy in a hurry if you're shooting really low and angled up. So one of the things I recommend is use the internal level in your camera. Most DSLRs these days, they have the internal level. I use mine to make sure that I'm not only level horizontally, but from front to back to make sure that my lens is completely parallel with the floor. That's really important for getting your line straight. One of the things that you don't want to do in real estate is shoot at weird angles. Like I said, if you're really up high and you're shooting down low or you have a little bit of an angle and your horizon line is, is tilted, um, it's just going to look really funky. And real estate is not a time to get artsy-fartsy on people. You want to make sure that you're, you are showing the room as it is. You want it to be not distorted as much as possible. And our wide angle lenses can really amplify how distorted it looks. So don't shoot at weird angles. One of the things that you do want to do is always shoot on a tripod. Houses are notoriously dark. Even if you have all of the lights on, all the windows open, it's still going to be fairly dark. And to avoid using those higher ISOs where you're going to start introducing grain and things, uh, use, a, use a tripod. That way you get to use longer shutter speeds and let all of that light soak in. One of the things you don't want to do is shoot handheld. Don't ever shoot handheld. There's no reason for it, especially as dark as these places are. Just throw it on a tripod, walk around, take your time, and do it the right way. You want to make sure that you're shooting at a low ISO. That's going to give you the highest quality possible. And a lot of times, if you're shooting in a low ISO, you're going to be able to boost your shadows more than if you shot at a high ISO. By shooting at that low ISO, you're going to have less noise in the shadows, and you'll be able to push your files a little bit further as far as leveling out the tones. Don't ever, 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 ever use your pop-up flash. I've seen so many poor, poor, poor uh, real estate photography shots where they, the person used their pop-up flash because it's dark in there. And if you're using your automatic settings, your, your camera is going to be like, oh, it's too dark. I need to use my flash. And when that happens, it just looks poopy. Don't ever do it. It's, it's just, uh, just don't do it. One of the things you want to make sure that you are doing is shooting your exteriors at a nice time of day for light. Um, you, whether this is early morning or late evening, just before sunset, just after sunset, when you start getting the purples and the pinks in the sky, um, it, you know, if it's overcast and the light is really flat that, that day, do the exteriors 
during the blue hour. That way you get to turn all the interior lights on in the house and then let the, as the ambient light begins to fall and that sky becomes that deep, rich blue, you'll start getting really nice photos and it won't even matter that it's overcast. And finally, one of the things that you don't want to do that I see so many people doing is over editing the exterior shots. Um, it's okay to, to have a nice stylized shot, but you don't want to edit your brown, brown yards and, and, and dirt patches. If, if a place doesn't have grass, you don't want to Photoshop it in because you're just going to end up with really upset visitors. The p potential buyers of that house are going to show up and they're going to be like, well, where was, where's the nice lawn that was in the photos? Like this, that that's borderline false advertising and it's going to do nothing but lead to really upset clients. Uh, maybe not the realtors. The realtors think it's great. Yeah. Photoshop, you know, Photoshop a pool into the backyard. You got to be careful about that stuff. Um, we have t a lot of power as photo editors we shouldn't overuse that power when it comes to advertising for real estate. So I hope that this has been useful for you. And yeah, we'll see you next time on Photo Taco. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where permission is reserved. Olay!